listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. 100.7 KSLX. That was that came in at number one yeah, on the did. Arizona 500. We were just talking to guys like, no way, man. Not a chance. And we said, hey, yeah, we didn't vote for it. Yeah, no, this that is what happened. That wouldn't be my top. I mean, it's a great song, obviously. Right. Long Laster for Queen. It's the biggest hit ever. Yeah. But wouldn't be my choice for the top classic rock song of all time. See, let me just say this about this. And this is not political in any way, shape or form. But democracy is not perfect. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Some, when you when you when you leave it up, when you leave the vote up to people sometimes, and you leave it subjectively, it's he who had the most time on their hands voting on kslx.com pretty much made made this list the way it is. So right. all the Queen fans can step up and sort of game the system, and that's sort of how it happens. You know yeah. what I mean? So you know, look, they wanted democracy in Gaza, and they elected Hamas. So sometimes, right. sometimes giving people free will and freedom to choice <laughs> doesn't really work out for yeah. you. Well, the. Uh Initial reports say the Zeppelin fans didn't show up at the polls. Yes. And that's what happened. Well, you know, there was some redistricting going on right yes. there. They were it definitely was, blocked out. It was gerrymandering is yeah. what happened I, there. That's exactly what happened. That's not political, by the way, and neither is this. Y- yeah, actually, I wanted to mention this because it's not. And I- I've mentioned before, you know, I'm not necessarily a fan of our president, but I leave that aside. That's not important for the show we do. Right. But when there's something that he does that I agree with or when I'm sympathetic to something he's doing, I'll mention it. Sure. Such as, so he, he got a bunch of people angry this weekend, President Trump got a bunch of people angry this weekend at him because he went to uh, he was in Japan and he went to a sumo match. Right. You know, sumo wrestling. It's Japanese culture. It's Mm -hmm. a tradition there. Yep. And he outraged some of these sumo purists because he sat very close to the to the surface. I don't know if they call it a ring or whatever. Yeah, it's a ring. He sat very close to the ring. When you sit that close, you're supposed to sit cross legged on the floor on a cushion. Mm -hmm. He sat in a chair. Yeah. And, And a lot of people were mad about that. But. I understand. I feel his pain on this one. Nah, see, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, uh, on, the other on. I'm on the other side of the coin here, he's though. He's 72. He, I understand that, but if, if you, you can't participate, then step aside, man. If you can't skate, don't go on the ice. <laughs> no, I mean, sit, sit, well, sit in a luxury box somewhere in the back. Don't sit up near the front of, of the this, this ceremony. Part of that is the yeah, ceremony. You know what I mean, though, right? I, know, I mean, no, I absolutely you, know what you mean. If you sat on a cushion cross-legged, would you be able to get up after five minutes? Sure. How long would it take you, though? Uh, it would take me a little bit of while. Another I mean, five minutes, I don't know. Right? A- ask me 25 minutes after I go into the bathroom and my left leg falls asleep. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, when I'm out in the backyard pulling weeds, if all those weeds are in yeah. one spot, I'm in trouble because I, I, yeah. I got I to keep moving. I can't bend over for too long or else I get stuck. You know what you do is you get like a little, it's like a cushion, like a little piece of rubber, like the, it's almost something like a, a cutting board. You put that underneath your knees so that you're okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> even that. Have, even that. Little, I'm like, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you, you have those soft pads that yeah. they have for for gardening right no i am i am uh i am on the other side of that coin i think that uh that if he was going to the sumo match and he was going to participate in that japanese culture and that ceremonial event he should have done it all in he should have gone all in on it i think he should have sat down cross-legged indian style and uh, you know and i know they call that i'm not trying to be racist when i say it but that's they call it the cross-legged indian style um and and i i think that's what he should have done if he was going to sit that close and he was going to participate he should be able to do all the things that 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 ceremony entails i'll bet he because I know that I can't even get into that position most of the time. 
Uh, it's really difficult. I don't know the last time I sat like that. Yeah. I don't think I've done. I don't think I've sat like that since I since since I, I I've been a, like maybe a middle of teenager. <laughs> I don't think I've ever sat with my legs, you know, like sort of tucked underneath me that way. It's funny though because I'm sure when they went in there, the, the you know the Japanese people were like, I'm sorry, we're going to have to ask you to take off your shoes, and and, and Trump went totally Donnie Brasco. <laughs> I ain't doing it. <laughs> I'm not yeah, doing it. That's another thing, right? You got to take your shoes off. <laughs> hey, what do you, what do you know about sitting anyway? What are you talking about? Didn't you have a little accident this weekend just trying to sit in a chair? <laughs> oh, you didn't you follow? Didn't, you didn't even know how to operate a chair. I, I became, well, first of all, in my defense, it was a chair swing. <laughs> and secondly, okay. gravity, gravity is undefeated, and I'll tell you why. Right, yeah, I'll tell, I'll you, tell what, you why. Yeah, I, I, do wanna, I do want you to tell that story. Thanks because, for bringing that up, Mark. Yeah. My ass thanks you very much. Yes. Um, I'll tell you what, in, in just a little bit, we'll play another twofer. Such a and jerk. then we'll, we'll both do our... Uh, our least pleasant moment of the weekend. Yes, How's that's that? exactly what that All was. Right. I ain't doing it. Mark and Neanderthal. Yeah, a little problem sitting down this weekend. No, you no. Weren't, you weren't I, able to sit successfully. No, I, 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 I sat down. It's just where I landed that, that, that turned out to be a challenge. So I get home on Friday. You know, it's, it's, we're getting ready for the long weekend and everything sounds good and sure. it's going to be great. And we get home and everything. So I get home and, and, and to let the dogs out. And I let the dogs out. And as I often do, I throw the ball with them for a while. You know, let them run because they've been cooped up mm-hmm. all morning. So I throw the ball and they're running around and doing their thing. And then I have, uh, I'm not trying to big time you, but I have a chair swing on my back deck, you know, backyard area. Wheat. You know you what I mean? farting through silk oh, underwear yeah. No, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. I know. It's, the, the peasants can't afford one, but I do. I have one. <laughs> Got it at Big Lots. And uh, <laughs> that's because, you know, that's where all the big timing goes at you Big bet. Lots. Yes. You bet. So I, uh, I go to sit down on the, the chair swing. <clears throat> and I'm going to share a little bit here with you. I was in my underwear because mm-hmm. I got home and I just got comfortable. All right. So Ace has a ball in his mouth and he goes he goes over to the to chair swing. And, you know, as German shepherds are wont to do, they like try to force the ball at you. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they sort of put, try to put it in your lap. Yeah. Well, he tried to put it on the chair swing just as I was sitting down mm-hmm. and caused the swing to back a little bit. Oh, so the gotcha. combination of the material of the cushion on the swing and my underwear material... <laughs> Create a complete loss of viscosity, which is burlap, right? Your yes, underwear of course material. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, exactly. So you like to rough it, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and and I slid off the. Now it was like slow motion. It was like watching Wile E. Coyote fall down a, 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 a ravine. So I'm starting to fall, and I go, "Oh no, gonna hurt!" And I'm, as I'm going down, I try to reach, like I, I swing my right arm around to try and grab the frame of the chair swing. Yes, sure. To stop yep, me, yep, right? Yep. Yeah. And like, because I think that my right arm is going to be able to stop my almost 300 pounds from hitting the right. ground. All I did was elbow the frame of the chair swing almost through the plate glass window in the back of my house. And farther away from and where you needed from to where sit. farther away from where I needed to be. And I hit, I landed on my right hip. It was, you remember the guy that the ski jumper in the agony of defeat? Sure. That was kind of what it was like. I went down like that. And if anybody was in my neighborhood, all they heard was, oh, 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 that hurt. Oh, 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 Did you that, cry? No, almost. Okay. Almost. <laughs> and the dogs are just looking at me with their ball in their mouth, just going, yes, I love you both. Yeah. I love you both. Yeah. But can either, either of you had an opposable thumb, I could use a hand yep. up right now. They turned so was, to each other and they said, oh, my God, he's totally spazzed. <laughs> so, yeah, I went down and um, I am still occasionally limping. I don't have the mm. bruise on the back of my arm or the bruise on my hip that I thought I would. But I will tell you, there's a good news, bad news scenario here. The good news is my muscular rock hard ass took the entire brunt oh, of nice. the fall. Right. The bad news, it sent a shockwave up my spine that partially paralyzed me mm-hmm. for a while. So, okay. So it was, you know. 
All right. It was, least, it was Christopher Reeve without the horse. Least ple- nice. <laughs> least pleasant part of my weekend. Yeah, was on. A, can, can you give me that little bit of music again? To, oh, sure. Uh, let me get you find that. Yeah, I'll find um, some music. This Why, was this a, a good we, story for you. We went to a small gathering <clears throat> this weekend, and we saw a lot of people we hadn't seen in a while. <clears throat> and one of them, this woman, comes over and is talking to us. Talks to my wife for a little bit, and then she turns to me and she asks the question that all radio guys dread. Why do you play the music you play? No. Why don't you play more music? No. Why don't you play deeper track? Nope. No? No, it was. Are you still on the radio? Wow. Which means... I, I, I which got is basically here. her way of saying, I don't listen to you. Yes. That was, and, uh, and that's okay. I don't mind. I mean, I don't expect everybody in the world well, to Well, that'll listen. make the next two minutes much more comfortable, but that's for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> I know she's not listening, right? right. So, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not comparing myself in any way, shape, or form. Stay with me here. I'm not comparing myself to Larry Fitzgerald. But imagine somebody coming up and saying, are you still playing football? <laughs> it's not a difficult well. thing to find out, is my point. Well, I mean, look, there are 53 morning shows on on the radio right now as we speak. 51 of them suck. So I get it. I mean, the fact, I, I, I'm not sure if we're one of the two that were worth a damn or, or one of the 51 that suck. But in any event, no, just, to her, we're one of the 51. <laughs> exactly. So just one of those moments where it's like, all right, obviously you don't listen. I mean, why ask that? Because it obviously doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't you. matter. Yeah. You know. well, and I get, I get it. You know, not everybody listens. Kind of fine. condescending is what it is. A little uh, bit. You know, a little bit I don't, on the I don't think it was side. meant that way, but it was just like, oh. <laughs> You're obviously not out there listening. I would so. have probably rather have had the, why don't you play other songs? <laughs> that would have been a better question. It's ACDC. It's two for Tuesday. 100.7 KSLX. Jesse, it's time for you guys to uh, time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. It's Mark Neanderthal. Rick from Phoenix is on the phone and he is ready to play time out for Spanish for some Weird Al tickets. Rick, we will give you a Spanish phrase and then it's your job to translate it using three English language choices. Can you do your job, Rick? Yes. Oh, excellent. Here comes your Spanish phrase, Rick. El sexo sorpresa es lo mejor para despertar a menos que estés en prisión. Did you hear that? I heard it, but I didn't catch it all. All right, let me give it to you again. El sexo sorpresa es lo mejor para despertar a menos que estés en prisión. All right, does that phrase translate into A, going to McDonald's for a salad is like going to a prostitute for a hug. B, don't kid yourself would be a great slogan for a condom company. Or C, surprise sex is the best thing to wake up to unless you're in prison. Which one is it? Gotta be C. Yes, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. And that's why I feel regret over using the phrase, let me give it to you again before we started this. <laughs> Hang on the line. You've won in Time Out for Spanish. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. So some sports deaths over the weekend. We'll talk more about Bill Buckner passing away. But yeah, he, uh, was the, uh, he was the, uh, the GOAT. In the uh, 1986 World Series. Back, that, that was blamed for, for a loss that he should never have been blamed for. Back when the word goat was used as a negative thing. Right, now yes. Now somehow yes. become a positive thing. But yep. uh, the other notable sports death, and a lot of you Midwesterners will know this name, Bart Starr. 
He's one of the greatest quarterbacks oh. of all time. Passed away at the age of 85, won the first two Super Bowls. Yeah. Had won three consecutive, I think, NFL championships before that, before the merger. So, I mean, just incredible Hall of Fame career. But I'm reading some of this stuff about Bart Starr, and one one part of it made me go, whoa. Super tough guy. I mean, everybody knows he was one of the, one of the toughest guys in, in football during his era, but way tougher than we thought. Yeah, now listen to this. As he went to the University of Alabama. It says, after, first of all, you'll never see this again. After being the University of Alabama's starting quarterback, safety, and punter, as a sophomore in 1953. Well, playing both ways was, was more common back then. Way ba- yeah, yeah, way more common. Way back, yeah. But he also did special teams, too. Yeah, well, you know, three phases of the game. That's yep. how you got to win. It says here, after being the all those things, Starr suffered a back injury in a, in a hazing incident in the summer of 1954 and scarcely saw the field his final two seasons with the Crimson Tide. And I'm like, what? And they didn't explain any of that. I'm like... Hazing incident. By what the are you way, talking about? That's one hell of a hazing incident. Yes. When you can knock a guy out of out of the season for two years. Half his college career was he spent hurt. Yeah, we can assume it wasn't just a pink belly. I'm no. pretty sure. No, it was probably a more than a, it was the penultimate atomic wedgie. <laughs> it was. The only thing that could have made it worse is he was he would, he would have to have been killed. This, what happened was I and I, I, they had no information, so I'm like, I, I got to know what the hell that I got to, to know. know. I got to know. So I looked it up, and they had some sort of hazing that you do between your your sophomore and junior years, where the rest of the team would paddle you. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes, one of those paddles where you drill holes in it so you get better wind velocity. O'Doyle rules. Yep. And uh, they beat him so bad they hurt his back. He was in traction for a couple of days. And Think okay. about that for a second. That, you're you're that, bent over and you've been hit yeah. with a wooden paddle so hard that your spine is injured. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is a good thing. At no, all. No, it's no, not no, a good no. thing at all. No. Not only is it ridiculously stupid of the team, it's like, let's injure our starting quarterback, yep. safety, and punter, so yep. we need to replace him with three guys who aren't as good. Dummy. That doesn't make any sense at all. And just think about this. Bart Starr never told anybody. He told the coaches, the administration, that it was a punting practice that injured his back. He never told anybody because there's nothing lower than a rat. There's you, nothing lower than a rat. You didn't break that code, yeah. Back then, that's just. I mean, there's so many things about this story that are just so mind-boggling when you look at it from today's standards. Think about the Hall of Fame career that Bart Starr had. He won five NFL championships, I think, if, I, if my math is correct. 16, I could 16 seasons. 16 yep. seasons. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame. Three NFL titles, two Super Bowls. Yep. Imagine what would have happened had he been healthy. Right. Yeah, the, you know what the, I mean. The like back he, injury bothered him his whole career, and he and, and remember this was back before quarterbacks were treated like like porcelain. Yeah, I mean these guys were they they got their asses kicked. Oh my god, yeah. every week they did. You know there, there were no rules to protect them back then. He had a bad back and he played that long and was that successful. Yeah, there you go. And he lived to be eighty five. You can damn well be sure his back was killing him towards the <laughs> yes. end because yes. anytime you get over fifty years of old, fifty years of age, your back is killing you. Yeah, well, so. you know what? I'm guessing he got up after trying to sit in a chair swing and yeah. didn't have any problem doing <laughs> exactly. it. Good for him. <laughs> Two for Tuesdays, not just for the music. Uh-oh. Are you doubling up today? Yes, I am. All right. It's time for your dumbass says of the day with Mark and Neanderthal. Yep. And you can see these at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. So our first one is from Colombia. The, the country Colombia? The country Colombia. Colombia. And we have no name, but it is a lesson in what can happen when you're too nosy. A lady who was eavesdropping on her neighbor at the neighbor's front door... 
stuck her head through an opening in the metal security door to get a better look. This is not going to end well. Better listen. And she was still there five hours later, not mm-hmm. because what she was seeing and hearing was that interesting, but because she got her fat, nosy head stuck in the door. Mind your own damn business. Yep. Yep. Emergency personnel arrived. Took her a while to get out. Pictures went viral. So good for her. Mm-hmm. And then we have to feature 37-year-old Mark Saunderson of Land O'Lakes, Florida. Why do? Oh, I love their butter. Yep. He went to a wedding in St. Petersburg, Florida last week. Okay, then. Uh, but the, the problem was Mark wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. He was doing the wedding crashers thing. Uh, Mark's scam probably would have lasted longer if he had just stayed near the bar, sipped a few drinks. But he insisted on dancing on the dance floor. Not just on the dance floor, right in the middle of the dance floor. Well... And and not while it was crowded with other people. Okay. In fact, Mark went out dancing on the dance floor when it wasn't crowded at all. There were only two other people out there, in fact, oh, on no. the dance floor at the no. time. Yes. Say no. It was the bride and the groom celebrating their first dance together as man and wife. Well, you know, that first dance is a dance you'll never forget. <laughs> yes, absolutely not. Honey, what? do you remember our first dance? It was just you, me, and Mark? Yes, remember the guy who tried to cut in that we didn't know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. And you know what? If anybody is going to know who belongs at a wedding, it's the two people who put the guest list together? Not necessarily. I mean, sometimes there are people there who you're not quite sure. Could be like your cousin's date. A cousin's date? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, nobody knew this guy. Um, he took off. Police wound up chasing Mark through the hotel tell that the wedding was taking place at before sure. they finally got him and they arrested him for disorderly conduct. Beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good stuff. I had a buddy who used to crash weddings years ago. Really? Why? Yes, what, what kind of a scumbag move is that? <laughs> the goal, it was him and another friend, they would go. Oh, Jesus, and whoever man. was able to dance with the bride's mother first was the winner. I kind of like that. I'm... I change everything I just said. I rescind all of my, my critical commentary. So Mark was uh, <laughs> Mark was like a bull in a china shop here. He didn't have the subtlety that he needed. Yeah. Mark and the nosy lady, our two for Tuesday, dumbasses of the day. Hey, gang, this is the money man, Eddie Money, and I think that's a beautiful story you guys just told. So uh, Bill Buckner... Passed away yesterday at the age of 69 from dementia. Yeah, he had he been very dealing young. with some issues, yeah. Very young for that. But Bill Buckner, even if you're not a sports fan, you know that name. And he is most famous for this play. With two out, three and two to Mookie Wilson. Little roller up along first. Behind the bat. And the Mets would go on to win uh, the World Series in 1986. Now, there are a couple of things that have been attributed to Buckner that are just not true. I read this yesterday. In one of the national reports on Bill Buckner's, Bill Buckner's death, it says, with two outs in the bottom of the 10th inning in the 1986 World Series, Buckner failed to field a routine ground ball behind first base, allowing the winning run to score and giving the New York Mets the series win. Nope. That's incorrect. Nope. That was game six of that series. That tied it at three games apiece. They played again, I think it was two nights later, and the Mets won that game, which the Red Sox were also leading in that game. But, uh, you know, Bill Buckner, yeah, that was a bad play, but that was a bad play that culminated in a series of mistakes and miscalculations in that game and, and wild pitches and poor pitching. Yeah, no, it was a, it was it a was cavalcade a, of stupidity that cost the, the, the Red yeah. Sox, who were the better team it was all a, season. They were, and it was a team effort losing yeah. that game. Yeah. 
and the series. You, it was you a win team as a effort. team, you yeah, lose yeah, as a team, yeah. I, I always thought he took way too much heat for that. Yes, it was a bad play, but he probably shouldn't have even been in the game at that point anyway. No, his knees were done, and he should have had no business in the game. But he should have had a defensive replacement in there. But that was – he took so much grief and got yeah. death threats. Can you imagine if social media was a thing back then? Oh, I know, How yeah. How horrible that would have been for no, him? No, he was the scapegoat for uh, for all of the team's ills that continued the curse yeah. of the Bambino in 1986. Yeah, Because yeah. they, a- you know, they had been without a World Series championship for so long. Yeah. But um, they actually had, during that game, Red Sox were leading 5-3 after the top of the 10th. NBC, I think, yeah, I think it was NBC, put all the championship stuff in the locker room. Yeah. Trophy, they had the lights and everything, the cameras in there. Well, they said there was no, I mean, they figured there was no possible way that any team could possibly choke this hard. Yep. And, and the Red Sox were like, hold my beer. Yes, then they did. Yeah. And they, they, they rushed that stuff right out of there so it never even happened. Yeah. You know, they, they got all that stuff out of there before the inning was over so the Red Sox never even knew it. But uh, Bill Buckner, one fun fact here, he played such a long time. And he, you know, he's a batting champion one year. He's a terrific player. He should be a Hall of Famer. Close. Yeah. He's certainly there's, but there are guys in there with, with less, less impressive statistics. Yeah, yeah. With less impressive statistics. Yeah. Uh, he and Mookie Wilson actually became friends. Yeah. Very good friends over the years. Mookie Wilson put out a really nice statement yesterday. Um, but also, Bill Buckner played so long he was on the field. When Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record, he was playing left field for the Dodgers, and the ball went over his head. No kidding. Yeah, and and landed in the bullpen out there. So that's nineteen seventy four. Seventy four. Jesus. Yeah, he played a lo- he played twenty two seasons. That's one of the beautiful things about Major League Baseball. Unlike so many other sports, like like the NHL, the NFL, even basketball. Although basketball is a little bit uh, probably second to baseball, you can play a long time. You have a chance to have a really yes. long career if you play baseball because they don't play it in the rain, they don't play it in the cold. Uh, it is a long season, but they really th- those guys. They, you can really sort of stretch it out there. So, I mean, that's it's stunning yeah. to me that he was on the field when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record and on the yeah. field when Mookie Wilson hit that dribbler up the front. Yeah, so it no, turns out can, he couldn't field at all. You can play. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Hank Aaron thing was a home run for sure. Yeah, you know what? No, Just, you, can, you can play a long time in that game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Mickey Mantle, he would have played much longer, but his liver got hurt. <laughs> uh, Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free five-minute questionnaire at refundspro.com. That's refunds with an S, pro.com. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off diamond solitaires and studs. Plus, get carried away with up to 70% off luggage from Samsonite, American Tourister, Skyway, and more. Anyone shops, everyone saves. 
We got your holiday. JCPenney. Offers valid on select items through 12-7. Offers reflect after coupon savings. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details.